Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. Farmington Hills? Okay, well, that was a delayed. <laughs> Were you surprised I said good morning? I'll do it again. Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. Thank you, and welcome to those of you who are visiting on in person, in person and online. <laughs> I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, for those of you who do not know me, and I'm here gonna, I'm gonna share our announcements and then we'll go ahead with our service. So please join us down in the social hall today for our festive, uh, we're not doing ugly sweater, we're doing festive sweater contest downstairs in the social hall after service today. This is sponsored by the Veteran Support Group. They came up with the idea and I like the idea. So you will uh, have a chance to win the best sweater contest. All you have to do is to enter the contest, do a, give a $2 donation and you'll be part of it. We have food, we're going to have music and we're going to have, hopefully music, and we'll have fun down there too. Now our adoptive family was a success. We were able to get all of the gifts that everybody requested, even the big items, which I'm so excited about. Thank you to all of you who contributed in whatever way you did, and I want to thank our um, committee as well, our adoptive family committee, which was Bonnie McNamara, Roxanne Berry, and Terry Schluter, and the rest of you who added in and helped out as well. We, uh, yep. 
And then we will be delivering them today or sometime this week to get the, because there's some items that need to still come in. So I'm excited about this. And then today we, is our youth Christmas program, so we'll have a couple songs that I'll be saying after my little brief talk. And, and then afterwards we're going to have um, a visit maybe from Santa Claus. He, he seems to be in the congregation, so we'll have Santa Claus visiting. <laughs> Santa's in the house, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Wednesday, we're having our crystal singing bowl meditation. Our very own Joanna um, Reynolds will be doing it for us. This is a perfect way to relax, settle down, and get rejuvenated during this hustle and bustle of the Christmas season. So I'm excited about that. And then for our holiday services, Christmas Eve, we will have a service at, starting at 6 o'clock. Afterwards, there'll be brief, you know, uh, light refreshments downstairs, the cookies and cocoa or whatever. And then on um, New Year's Eve, we're going to have our burning bowl ceremony at 6 p.m. On New Year's Day, we're going to have the white stone ceremony. And then my class is coming up, my next class, Unity Basics. It's going to be exciting. If you haven't had a class with me, I encourage you to do so. Some of you have had classes with me. Did you enjoy it? Yes. <laughs> They're clapping. <laughs> Um, and it's for new con those of you who are new members, but anybody who wants to learn about the Unity uh, Five Unity Principles, please um, go ahead and sign up. You can sign up at UnityFH. No, Senior Minister at UnityFH.com. I gotta slow my road. And then you do need the book Five Print the um, Five Principles by Evan Davenport. You can get it on Smile.Amazon.com. And then mark your calendars for January 15th. That's our grand opening of the library. And Ter uh, Carl Schluter will be doing a talk on his book, Too Salt. I'm excited about that. I'll have more details next week. Um, our prayer chaplain for today, I guess, will be Eileen uh, Lindbergh again. And then we, uh, she'll be over there near the patio doors to pray with you all. So what I ask is when, we, when the service is over, please go ahead and leave out because I want to create a sacred space for the prayer chaplain to pray with somebody who needs requests. Amen? All righty, so to stay abreast for uh, what's going on in our fabulous church, visit our website, unityfh.com, check out our Facebook page, and you can look through the, scroll through the newsletter that is emailed every Friday. Now as we prepare to hear the daily word for today and a brief um, history about Advent, let us um, prepare our hearts and minds as we listen to Surely the Presence by our music team.
Hello. I'm Eileen Lindberg, a prayer chaplain, and I'm here to tell you about the fourth Sunday of Advent. Um, we are lighting all four of the candles because the first week it was hope and faith, the second week it was peace, the third week it was love, and today it's joy. Today is our last Sunday into Christmas. This week we celebrate the birth of Christ and our way shower who became a perfect manifestation of Christ. This Christ presence in new, is born anew in us and become visible in our lives and in Christmas season. Today's candle represents joy. Let us let your joy shine for all us to see. The daily word for today, December 18th, 2022, is joyful, is the word joy. Joyfully, I celebrate my oneness with God. As the three wise men followed the star to Bethlehem, they greet the newborn child. I follow my inner light and discover the Christ within. As I approach the conclusion of Advent season, I realize that this, rather than material goods and creature comforts, is the source of my joy. The Christ within me is part of me that is always one with God. Omni, omniscience? What? Omniscience? Omnipotent and omnipresent. So when I face challenging times, I can draw from that inner wellspring of joy, my foundation, irrepressible strength and fortitude. I have within me the power to overcome any challenge. This day, this moment, I am joy-filled, and I celebrate the overflowing blessing of my divinity. This comes from Matthew chapter 2, verse 10. When they saw that the star had dropped, they were overwhelmed with joy. So now we're going to have a prayer, meditation. Let us pray. I invite you to close your eyes and take a deep breath and bring your attention down into the center of your chest, into your heart. Father, Mother, God, we realize the presence of the perfect pattern within us. We accept your guidance so that we may express that pattern as we live each day of the year. In joy and goodwill, we go forth with your will this Christmas season. Amen. Now we're going to do the statement of being. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect substance, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now we'll do our growth affirmation. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuaries, and classrooms with seekers of teachers of unity truth and fill our hearts with love and joy and provides us with all the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world.
Some days life feels perfect, other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. It's crazy, amazing. We can turn our heart with the words we say. Mountains crumble with every syllable. Hope can live or die. just fall apart I do I don't I will I won't it's like I'm drowning in the deep well it's crazy to imagine words from our lips as the arms of compassion mountains crumble with every syllable hope can live or die so speak life speak life to the deadest darkest night speak life speak life when the sun won't shine and you don't know why Look into the eyes of the broken hearted Watch them come alive as soon as you speak hope You speak love, you speak You speak life Whoa, oh, 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 oh You speak life Oh, 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 Lift your head a little higher Spread the love like fire Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. Raise your thoughts a little higher. Use your words to inspire. Joy will fall like rain when you speak life with the things you say. Lift your head a little higher. Spread the love like fire. So speak life, speak life to the deadest darkest night. Speak life, speak life when the sun won't shine and you don't know why. Look into the eyes of the broken hearted. Watch them come alive as soon as you speak. Oh, you speak love, you speak.
Amen. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> well, uh, this has been a, a um, very uh, interesting Advent season for me because I have had every opportunity possible to step into the aspects of each Sunday. So the first Sunday, as Eileen said, is hope and faith. And it's amazing because they mean similar things, but when you uh, nuance them, it moves you into a deeper expression of the Christ within. So hope is the confident expectation of things that will happen, is, that, that you know are, is going to happen, and faith is the confident uh, trust that it is yours right now. That it is yours right now, so as you speak it forth, you can speak it forth with the hope that it will be yours in divine timing and divine order and in God's divine way. And then going into peace, when you have that confidence, when you have that faith, when you have that knowing inside, it brings you into a state of peace no matter what's going on in your life. And then when you step into a deep state of love, which we talked about last week, and in the scriptures that we used last week from 15, John 15, chapter 5, verses um, I think it was 9 through 10, and then we went through from 13 to 14. Jesus was saying, I have loved you as the Father has loved me. And then he says, remain in my love. And he talks about remaining in his love through uh, honoring the commandments that he gave us. And, he, and as we read through in uh, Charles Fillmore's book, Living the uh, Revealing Word, and Charles Fillmore is the co-founder of Unity, we read that um, keeping Jesus' commandments means to... Um, to command, to control, and direct your thoughts. Direct every single thought into a harmonious flow of the law of love. And it's not just towards God. It's towards every, yourself and everyone else. And so that's powerful because that brings us into the next today, which we will be dealing with joy. And the title of my talk today is Bringing Joy to Our Hearts and minds. And this is deep for me. On this one. This has been a deep week for me to really practice what I preach. The scripture today comes from John chapter 15, verse 11. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. Give me a second. God, settle me down. I feel your energy rushing in hard and strong. I know I am to share my testimony. I'm a little nervous, so just be with me. And I thank you for every step of the way that you've been with me. This week and throughout my life, you've shown and made your presence known. But that's because I've stepped into your presence. And so that's what I'm here to be an example of today. Thank you for letting my human decrease as the spirit and the Christ in me comes forth and let my light shine. Amen. Amen. And so the thing about love is so amazing because when you look at life through love, when you look at everything, and it's not just loving God with all your heart, mind, and soul and loving uh, your neighbor as you do yourself. You learn to love all circumstances. You learn to be the presence of love in every single every single moment of your life. You learn to be an expression of light no matter what. And when you do that, when you stay in that expression of love, knowing that wherever you are, God is right there with you and all is well. And it ain't just God is all in the circumstances of it. God is inside of you and all is well. 
God is inside of you and all is well. When you know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, that brings a joy because you have nothing to worry about. You can surrender and turn your circumstances over to God. And so the powerful way of doing that to bring joy to your heart and mind, there's three different ways, that, three different things that I've come to that as I've been studying today. And the affirmation, or not the affirmation, I'd say the acronym that came to me was non-jar. So non-J-A-R, which means non-judgment, non-attachment, and non-resistance. And so as we go into our life, knowing that God is with us no matter what, and sitting in that consciousness, every circumstance that you're in gives you an opportunity to practice that love. And the beautiful part about that during this Christmas season, this Advent season, is that as you keep cultivating that inside of yourself, you become a strong womb for the presence of God to give birth to in a higher vibration of your awareness, your understanding, and your very presence and being. And so this Christmas season, for me, has been really important because my family has been going through a little bit of turmoil. I wouldn't say it's broken. I would say that there's things that are going on that give you an opportunity to find strength in the midst of it. And so when you go through a state of, of, of non-judgment, and I'll give, go to my story in a minute, I was listening to this story about this guy who was on his way to work. And he's driving down the road, and someone zooms up right behind him. He sees in his, his um, rearview mirror a car coming up right behind him, and the car is getting real close and trying to merge over, and he merges on, out of the way right before the car zooms by. Now, the car almost clipped him, but he moved out of the way. Now, he's sitting in this space of, what the hay? And it ain't wasn't hay that he said, I'm sure. And he's getting upset. He's angry. Rose rage clipped in. He's getting just face of judgment like, what the heck? He's, I need to teach him how to drive. I need to give him a piece of my mind. He almost caused an accident with me. He needs to learn how to drive better. I'm going to talk to him. Now, he's in a state of judgment. He follows this guy. He speeds up and follows the guy. The guy goes up into a hospital. He parks real quick and runs inside of the hospital. And so the guy runs up behind him while he's talking to the, the nurse behind the counter. And he says, do you know you just hit, almost just hit me? And if I hadn't moved out of the way, and the guy turns with him with tear, to him with tears in his eyes, he said, I just got a call that my son is taking his last breath. And I just wanted to have time with him before he transitioned. I apologize. I really apologize. And I thank you. To, I'm, I'm so glad you're okay. And the guy felt so stupid because he felt that he was so rude to this guy. Who was he to judge when he didn't even know the circumstances of what was going on? And he stopped. And he thought about it. And he walked away quiet because he had to take that in his mind because how many times had he judged people? And I want you to look at your life. How many times do we judge things that happen? Like there may be a deadline that needs to happen or, or it may be somebody who agreed to do something a certain time or it may be somebody who agreed to do something or things that are supposed to happen and we sit there and judge it when it doesn't happen and then when we find out the backstory that something serious might have happened in the person's life and that's why they weren't there. It makes you feel a little some kind of way about yourself. But if you step in a space of love no matter what happens, 
you never have to visit judgment land. You can shift from being judgmental into being discern, uh, discerning the situation. You can take the love that you have inside. And remember, there's sometimes that we might have behaved in a way that might have been uh, out of alignment or erratic or whatever because we had an emergency or something happened in our life and we did not have a chance to maybe communicate or something like that. And it's, in, in our space, we're caught up in trying to get that to work. And so we had this week, or I have had in my life this week, where there have been those moments where I've seen moments of judgment. And I've had to check myself and say, no, no. No, no. There's always something going on. There's always God in the situation somehow. And release the judgment and go into discernment. Send love and light. If it didn't happen when someone agreed to do something or something was supposed to happen, what's the lesson I can get out of this? What's the blessing I can get out of this instead of the criticism and the judgment I can put into it? Does that make sense? So that's the first way of bringing joy into your mind and your heart is moving judgment into discernment. And as you move it into discernment, you move yourself into a state of joy. Because in that moment, you can send a blessing. And when you come from sending a blessing, your heart fills up with joy. Your mind thinks on joy. You radiate joy. Does that make sense? The next two are the ones that connect to me. So in my family, anxiety runs deep. It's even um, bipolar in my family, depression in my family. And in my kid's father's family, it's the same thing. It's mental illnesses and anxiety and panic attacks and that kind of thing. And so my son and my daughter and me, myself, we've experienced it. And it can be really scary. I've shared times with you when I've been really terrified at night, had a night terror, and I had this song come to me, um, don't you worry about a thing. Remember I told you guys about that. Well, it can be genetic. And it's nothing worse. And it could be something worse. But in this moment of this week, my son was having a crisis with his anxiety. And it got really severe. And the medicine he was given to work with it triggered even worse. He had a reaction to it, and it made it worse. And so I'm in the middle of Bible study, not even in the middle. We were just starting it. And I get a text from his wife saying I had to call the 911 because he's so spiraling out of control. And my initial reaction, and some of you were in Bible study, was he's caught, they're caught, she called the police and I don't want him to hurt my son. He's a black man, and I don't know how he's acting, and I don't want to knee on my son's neck because he's misunderstanding, because he's in his space that's induced by the medicine, and they don't know, and they're not being, they're not being in a space of being de-escalating. De 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 and that was in my heart. It came from a judgment, and I had to detach myself from the situation because all I felt was my son, and I, 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 mean, I got to protect him, and I got to make sure he's okay. I was holding on tight to that, and it induced in me a lot of turmoil briefly. I got to go protect my son. I forgot for a moment that God is with him. I can let it go and let God, and I can drive peacefully. And as I got in the car, I had to let go and let God. Well, my father says, L-G-L-G. -L -G. And how many times 
especially with our children, have you maybe been in a type of situation like that where you had to let it go? Or maybe your children have made decisions that you might not have thought was the wisest decision and you want to try to talk them into doing it your way. And you got to detach from it and let them live their life. Or you see a certain circumstance and you want it to be your way. You're so caught up in the circumstances that you can't let it go and you want it to be your way and you're getting angry and frustrated about it and you got to learn to let it go. Because when you let it go, you remember that God is right there in the situation and you can send love and light. And luckily I was talking to my daughter-in-law at the time. She had me on speaker and I could hear them talking to my son. And he was so out there, they asked him who was the president of the United States, and he said, me. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is, when they heard that I was on the way, I could hear the police officers in the background. I had already sent love and light. They were very peaceful with him. They were very compassionate and empathetic. So the judgment that I had was out of place. Now, I know what happens in Detroit, and I know there are police officers who act the way they act towards black men, but in this case, I didn't have to judge. I, ha I, could, I, stepped, I had to step out of the judgment and step into the space that whatever happens, it's okay. Now, that ain't easy when you're driving to your child. He's 25 years old, but he's still my two-year-old or my baby in my eyes. I don't know about y'all who have grown adults, but my baby's still my baby. And it was not easy to stay in that space. But it takes a minute. You can breathe in deeply, and you can let it go, and you can let God. And so that was a practice for me that I had to do. I had to let, stop, stop holding on to the attachment of it and release it and let it go. Does that make sense? Wherever it is that we are holding on to anything through this Christmas season, the only way to truly step into the, a new expression of the Christ you got to let go and let God. Let God move in you. Let God move in your circumstances. Let God move in the circumstances of your family. Let God move in the circumstances of this world and trust that the highest and greatest good will happen. And in the process, look and see where your lesson is. I found my lesson in that, that I jumped to judgment instead of jumping to God. Does that make sense? And then the other piece. Resistance. When we, when we hold on and resist change and we resist the situation, we don't have to do that. You can let that go as well. You can let yourself be flexible because we are created to expand and grow. And as we grow, sometimes things, you may have something planned a certain way, and when you fight against it, you're resisting. We are not here to fight, we are here to flow. Does that make sense to everybody? I'll say that again. We are not here to fight. We are here to flow. What is the most powerful way to uh, release resistance and let it go? I was thinking, I was listening to Bob Proctor, a video that he was talking about um, spiritual principles. And he said that he was doing a seminar for these teenagers. And he asked them, what is the difference, let me get it straight, between reacting and responding? I, I remember it. And he, as they were pondering that, a 15-year-old girl looked up to, like, looked up, and she raised her hand, and she thought about it for a second. He, he called on her, and she said, "Reacting 
is a habit, but to respond means you have to think first. And I thought about that. In every single moment, we are to lean on God first. We are to think and tune in first to the presence of God. And as you do that and take your thoughts to God, you move yourself in the presence of love. And the moment you do that, you, and, you, and you practice it. Now, the responding can become habitual. That any situation, you think first, and then you respond in a responsible way. Does that make sense to everybody? Instead of reacting in a way according to a story, you respond according to the truth. But you got to find that truth in the situation first and find the blessing in the situation too. And so as we move into this Christmas season, let us release all judgment. Let us release all attachment. Let us release all resistance and shift it into a high vibration of love and light. Now, when you move from hope that it will happen into faith that it's happening right now, into love that it's happening right now because I'm one with it and I'm one with the presence of God that is it, that, then you move into peace knowing that all things will work themselves out to the greater good. Out of all of that comes the joy of the Lord because then you go into a high vibration of gratitude and celebration that what it is that you are seeking, which is always God, is already yours and will manifest on a high vibration of excitement and gratitude. Amen? Amen. And so with the gratitude... In heart, I am grateful that we have a youth program that has grown. It's interesting because I was talking to Michael and I said, you know, our growth affirmation is working. This was a couple years ago. We were in COVID at the time. And I said, our growth affirmation is working. And I said, I want to put classrooms in our growth affirmation. And the moment I put it in there, I don't think it was that long, was it, Michael? It wasn't that long and Sharon had retired and she said, you know what? I want to go ahead and get training to be a, a teacher in the youth ministry. And she, be, she started getting training. And then she started off with having Zoom classes. And those Zoom classes, how many did we have? Four or five? Yeah. We had about four or five in the Zoom class. And now where are we at now, Sharon? Uh, we have a total of 29 kids. We have a total of 29 kids. <laughs> so whatever it is, that you are hoping for, that you are having faith in, that you're stepping into the peace that it is yours, that you are having the love in your heart of receiving and accepting it. Know that if you stand in the truth of God and you step in the joy of it, it will manifest quickly. The moment you release it and step into joy, it will manifest quickly. And I had released that, and I have been talking to Michael about that for a minute. Like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to change it? And it dawned on me, the growth affirmation is working. And so I took that joy and put classrooms in there, and that's working. Take your heart, affirm the joy, affirm the love, affirm the peace, affirm the hope and the faith that you are the presence of God being born into a higher vibration of Christ, and let's celebrate that in a high expression of joy. Amen? Amen. That's how you will bring joy to your heart and mind. And now I'm going to have the youth, team, the, uh, youth ministry, no, the youth program start. And then afterwards, we're going to have a visit from Santa. So let's give our youth a hand.
three of our young ladies offer to sing today. So. We're going to start with this. Mariah is going to sing, and then Loa and Ayana are going to sing together. So we're going to start with Mariah. Away in the manger. Yep, go in there so you can get a picture with them. I want to thank them all, and I want to thank uh, Sharon for putting this together and Reverend Bonnie for helping as well. I appreciate that. And we're going to be preparing. They're going to have a youth choir as well. And this is a pretty good start, isn't it? High fiving. Y'all thought I stopped doing it, huh? Reverend Bonnie? <laughs> I didn't. So thank you so much. Woo! Oh, that was beautiful. And now, like I said, we have a visit from Santa Claus. Somebody wrote a letter to Santa Claus from our um, congregation. And so Santa Claus is going to come in and answer that letter. So hold on. Let me give him. Oh, go ahead. You come on in. 
Ho, ho, ho. I received this letter a couple weeks ago and decided it would make a special trip. It reads so, Dear Santa, I've been coming to Unity of Farming Hills for three years now. Most of those Sundays I came in early to hear band rehearsals. The truth is the band is so much more than a musical group. There, there is an essence of our church, Unity of Farming Hills, isn't a building, it's a heartfelt gift of love. When you see the band on Sunday, you think about the music. And it's wonderful. This group has been so much more. <laughs> Got three zip. <laughs> you want to zip? It's wonderful. The group has been so much more. They have spent so much of our, their efforts in creating a loving church presence. The lighting, the sound, the videos, and rapid new technology was some of the best in the Tri-County area. Everyone in the band contributes to our outreach, church board, and daily goodwill. The result was that Unity of Farmington Hills grew at a time when many churches suffered. I think it would be nice to give them a little gift to this caring group and remind them that they are appreciated and they are so much of the love that makes this church thrive. Right, stay up there. So, so we're gonna need, so we're gonna need the music team to come on down so you can, because Santa Claus has a gift for you. So you wanna zip up? You want to, you can zip your, zip up your, it wasn't a mal, it wasn't a wardrobe malfunction, it was a wardrobe not zipping. Okay, your gifts are right over there. You guys come up here so you'll be on camera, so come up on the, you have to give them up here Santa so that you can be on camera. You need more help? You got it. You got it. Got everybody but Lauren. Right there. There he is. So can we give them a hand and give Santa Claus a hand? Woo Let's give him a standing ovation. Woo Did Carl get one too? Carl got one too? Okay. Thank you, Santa. Gotta go. Gotta go. Say ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 Santa. We had to say it for him. Okay, now I guess we are at our next song.
like weakness is a canvas for your strength. My story isn't over, my story's just begun. Failure won't define me, cause that's what my father does. Yeah, failure won't define me, cause that's what my father does. Ooh, lay your burdens down. Father's house, check your shame at the door. It ain't welcome anymore. You're in the Father's house. Rival's not the end game. The journey's where you are. You never wanted perfect, you just wanted my heart. And the story isn't over if the story isn't good. A failure's never final when the father's in the room. Yeah, failure's never final when the father's in the room. Shame at the door, it ain't welcome anymore. Ooh, you're in the Father's house. Prodigals come home, helpless find hope. Love is on the move when the father's in the room. Prison doors fling wide, dead come to life. Love is on the move when the father's in the room. Miracles take place, cynicals find faith. Love is breaking through when the father's in the room. Jericho walls are shaking, strongholds now are shaking. Love is breaking through when the Father's in the room. Yeah, love is breaking through when the Father's in the room. Ooh, lay your burdens down. Ooh, here in the Father's house, check your shame at the Um, well, I can, I can just use this one. Man, doesn't it feel good today? Didn't we have a lot of... 
I want to thank you ladies for rescuing the program because I was kind of bummed that we weren't going to have the kids perform it. So it was wonderful. And I want to thank Santa for answering that letter. I have a feeling he knew it was going to happen before he did. But I want to thank Santa for answering that letter too and for giving the gifts to the music team. And now let us go ahead and prepare to give. So I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. Tune your consciousness into a state of knowing that you are prosperous, you are abundant. Bring to your mind what you feel led to give for a love offering for today. And let's go ahead. If you feel that you need to open your eyes, you may. Otherwise, you can do the love offering blessing with your eyes closed. Together, divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. Now, there will be someone at the back door to take your love offering. So if you're upstairs, come on down and give it a little bit of patience as you go out to um, go ahead and do your love offering if you're doing it here. And um, you can do it online. Go to unityfh.com. Remember, we do have the angel fund. So if those of you, if you need help, the angel fund is for our group, our unity members, Unity of Farmington Hills members. All you have to do is email me. And the protocol or the procedure is on the website as well under About Us. Let's stand, please. And I want to, we're going to do another bit. Christmas is a stressful time for people. People are having issues and all of that, and there's some people who are going through some things. So let's bring, go ahead and close your eyes and visualize a circle of about 50 of us online and in this room. And just see us holding hands and our hearts ignited with love. And in this circle, call out the name of someone you feel you're praying with. And as you call out the names, when I start praying, if you still have names to call out, keep calling them out so that their names can be grasped by the consciousness of God and that prayer can start working. Amen? Amen. Okay, go ahead and start calling out the names. Deion Jackson, Rosie Zaldin, Ashley Jackson, Deion Jackson Sr., Howard, Kelly. God, as you hear these names being called forth, we know that it is the power and the presence in each and every one of us, that only power, that only presence, that only activity, that knows every single heart, knows every single situation, circumstance, and you are the answer to every single prayer. So we see you igniting the heart with a feeling of joy that it is already done right now. And our hearts are filled with the joy of the faith and the hope that it is already done as well. So we thank you for every way you are blessing, you are healing, you are resolving, you are handling every circumstance of those who we called out, and also in our own lives, touching the prayers on our own hearts. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Now let's do our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Walk with me. 
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.